what is this from here? It's CNBC.com in their health and science, uh, you know, part of their website. U.S. life expectancy has been declining. Here's why. And before I scroll down, I try to, I'll try to like take a, take a wild guess at what they're talking about. What it ended up seeing was that there are two things. There are two things in here that are, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There are three primary causes for the decline in life expectancy. This is according to the CDC. A baby born in the U.S. in 2017 is expected to live to be 78.6 years old, which is down from 78.7 from the year before. The average life expectancy in the U.S. has been on the decline for three consecutive years. You guys want to take a guess at what may be causing the decline in life life expectancy? Mm -hmm. Meth. That's a good guess. It's, who who you know dying from meth? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I mean it's I jacking mean. up a lot of people. They ain't aging right. gracefully. You would okay. I'm gonna let before I you know this uh, is like horseshoes. Whoever gets closest. Uh, I feel like uh, the amount of prescription medications we're taking, right? All right. So I'm gonna yeah, give opioids. both. Of, I'm gonna give both of you a point on that. All right. More drug overdoses. So there's been since 2017. There's been uh, more than 70 thousand deaths because of drug overdoses. Opioids were involved in more than 4,700. So both of you had it on it with that, with it being a, a drug. So there's also, um, they, they've they adjusted for age and, and stuff like that. Can you name uh, another one? Now, I will say that the other two, well, can I, can one, I, is, one is something. Is it preventable? Yes. Obesity. I, I, one of them is. I, I got it. I got I got. I, I don't got know one. if the other one's preventable. That, I got one. They say that if you're married, you live longer, and they say that the millennials are not getting. I said they. I said they. Do you believe that? <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just a reporter. But, but you Kevin. heard what they said, and you did it. <laughs> I'm just reporting the news. Well, you're still alive. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, but they say millennials are not getting married now, so the lack of companionship. Millennials aren't getting married, but they are cohabitating. Okay. And when they do get married, they're staying married longer. Uh, okay. But it's not that. It's not because you're single. But I will say that there's two more things on this list of why the U.S. the the the, um, <clears throat> the life expectancy rate is declining. The first one is drug overdoses. The second one is a disease. What disease do you think? I got. I know the diabetes. It's not that one. Really? No, that's just your people. <laughs> My people. The other people doing great. Uh, is it a sexually transmitted disease? Um. No, but it's caused by something that most people listening have done or do or do oh, right now. Oh, I got smoking. No. People aren't smoking as much as they used to. This it's falling true. off. Uh, drinking? For the last- Liver for, disease? Ah, liver disease. Oh, wow. Over the last 10 years, the death rate for chronic liver disease and cirrhosis amongst men 25 to 34. There's your millennials are drinking themselves to death. It increased by 8% per year. While in women in the same group, it increased 11% per year. Millennials, 25 to 34, are getting on the sauce. All right. And for the women to be a couple of percentages higher than the men, you know what I blame. What's that? That white claw. Oh, okay. That white claw is wiping people I out. I thought you were going to blame the Me Too movement. No, no, no. That ain't killing nobody. <laughs> just killing careers. Yeah. Um, right. And the last one, you asked me if either one of these things, is it something that you could stop? 
or like if you catch it early. Right. I'm going to throw the last one out and you tell me about what you think about it. Since 1999 in the U.S., the national suicide rate has increased 33 percent. In 2017 alone, that rate went up by 3.7 percent. However, the global suicide rate has declined by 30 percent since 2000. That is alarming. That means that uh, in America's quest to be number one in things, it looks like that we are currently beating Russia, Japan, South Korea and India. When it comes to suicide, suicide. That's oh, who we be. Give, give me that list again. Russia, Russia everybody, <laughs> Russia, everybody we owe money to, <laughs> and everybody we got beef with. Yeah. All right. Russia, Japan, South Korea, and India. We don't wow. have we don't have beef with India today, but I'm pretty sure we can start something with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we we'll, we'll, you'll see a tweet coming. Uh, India, Iran, whatever. <laughs> it's, all those countries should start with I. <laughs> Is there anything you can do to prevent? any of these three factors uh, suicide better better access to mental health uh, I, I don't think we've ever figured out suicide and i don't think we've ever figured it out you, and i don't think you can count the people who survived a failed attempt right i don't think we ever will but there has to be something going on in this country Man, I'm not even like the suicide dude. <laughs> All right. Like, I don't really talk about this topic because I don't really know anything about it. But I do, I think I have an understanding that you can't really put a finger on it. Because if you could, you'd know when to jump in and, and, and yes. try to intervene right. or, or physically stop somebody. Right. But it's something that's tricky. And I think people that tried, they understand the road that it leads down. But since it didn't happen... You can't really explain it. Correct. Yeah, yeah. You may be in a rougher place afterwards. So anyway, the liver disease, of course, millennials are drinking. I didn't think millennials were drinking like that. Man, there's this, you know, this uptick in craft bars and, Mm -hmm. you know, and and craft beer, craft cocktail bars and, you know. And I I, I wish there's a way I didn't have to oversimplify throwing in social media. And now you're getting peer pressure from a different way. Now you're trying to fit in in real life, and mm-hmm. then there's a whole nother fake thing that we have that we manage, and we show people what we want them to see. So I want to say, like, you know, millennials, people in my generation, I think we drink casually a lot more. So we'll drink probably after the workday, like after you have your 9 to 5, we'll probably always go to a happy hour or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but I did that home. when I was your age. I mean, that's not yeah. new. Everybody I- had... Yeah. I used to go to three for ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We used to have ladies' night. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They don't even have ladies' they, night. They, no more. You, no. They don't need it. They, they, they didn't need want, it then. <laughs> I, I mean, think they needed it a little more back no then. A little more back then? Yeah. I think you can't have a ladies' night now because of the Me Too movement. That's Why y'all singling us out? We can buy our own. Hold on. We qualify. Hold on, Mo. You're trying to tell me that because of the Me Too movement, Kill ladies that like the Kevin. women would have a problem with getting free drinks? Absolutely. Like, I got money. I can pay for a pro- no, Nobody. No, no, wait, no, understand what I'm saying. They don't have a problem with it. They just don't want it advertised because it makes them look weak. Like, they got to get it. I don't, I don't, I don't want to believe that. <laughs> I believe it. I can tell you today, um, I held a door open for a woman at 7-Eleven. She got pissed. She didn't get pissed. She was shocked 
that's what I find. I don't find women that are like, oh, I, I don't need you to hold a dough for me. Right. I find women that are like, oh, my God, thank you. Shocked by Or they'll by say, a gentleman. Politeness. Or, yeah, they're, they're just, and, and to me, well, what does it take? An extra two seconds? It's not, it doesn't take anything. I'm no. not thinking. I'm not even thinking. It's just, you're there. I'm holding the door open. It's, I would have done it for a guy, too. But especially, I'm still a guy that will offer a seat. If I'm sitting down and a woman's standing, I'm old school like that. Right. I, I'll stand up and shake a man's hand. You're not supposed to sit down. I, um, I'm still holding on to those kind of things. Uh, I was talking to my sister the other day, and even prior when I was dating, um, chivalry and courting a woman right. is is almost non-existent in terms of. I disagree. I was very very polite to her in her DMs. <laughs> well, how about courting a woman, like getting her flowers and like picking her up for her date and like you know buying her drinks and stuff like that? Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I would, women of a certain age, if you you can only buy flowers for women of a certain age. Really, you think? Are flowers, is that an antiquated uh, gesture, buying a woman flowers I now? think women still like it. They still like that gesture. Not all women. But women of a certain age. Women of a certain age. Mid, m- mid-30s on up. You can buy you flowers. You can buy them flowers. In- 35 and under might be problematic. I don't know that it has. I don't know that flowers, the traditional effect or the traditional impact that they had when you presented them, right. I don't think that has held its water throughout the years. I think you may be very right about that. Um, kind of like the circus. It's antiquated <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to the circus to see people get got. Uh, right, I yeah. got you. Okay, not getting the kind of calls that I thought we would get on this. Robert, thanks for holding. You're on the bone. Hey, Kevin, totally agree. You stand up and greet somebody. And you always hold the door. Totally on board with that. And what I want to say is about the suicide thing. I think it's just because everybody, like, is cradling their kids. Like, it's just life's, life's hard. And life is not, you know, it's a battle. And if you make it where everybody is always pampered and this and that, they don't understand life. Like, you, you don't go through life without lows. But there are highs, and that's that's the point of life is living that high. Robert, you know, Robert. when when life's good, it's good. Well, Robert, has, yes, sir. Has, uh, Put that on the T-shirt, Kevin. Well, when life's good, it's good. It's good, it's good. <laughs> I get it. Robert, have you had any experience or, or suicides in your life or in your family or been connected to anybody that suffered from something like that? I, I feel like I, I have some friends who might have went by drug suicide. But you know what I mean? Like I've a, had a lot of friends go, and they were in real low places in their life, you know? Right. And it's just, I don't know if it was like they wanted to high, or they just, they didn't, weren't happy with their life, and they took too much of something, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, if you're talking about an accidental overdose, that's one thing, but if you... What, what well, I'm, that's, I don't know if it was accident, right. you know, with, I, you know... I, I've been in bad spots, but you know what I mean? It's, no, no, I don't. I, I feel like, <laughs> what are you going to say? Yes, sir? Okay, I was going to say, Robert, it, it just sounds like you're kind of oversimplifying. I don't think people decide to take their lives because they had a bad day. Or because no, they were saying a bad well, day. Or because they, they were raised. That their, life, their life sucks, and they think that they're, you know what I mean? They feel like they really got a, a bad, you know. Yeah. It, okay, I, I don't know. Mo oh. was kind of talking about it a little no, bit I need on it. JP. Okay. 
No, well, he was talking about it earlier. It's, I know, you Robert. You go through lows I, and you go through highs. I understand and, that, Robert. And some but... people know how to deal with life and some people... Okay, you know, Robert. Robert, listen. Listen to me for a second. Listen, yes, sir. Listen, yeah. Okay, just listen to me for a second. Um, when people, it's not about how you were raised. Suicide is not about how, it's not about being tough or being weak. Um, I, I have experience with depression. And let me tell you, what is it that you love to do, Robert? What is your passion? Uh, I love, like I do home remodel. I love fixing stuff and fishing. Those are my two things. Fishing. You know what, I mean? what is it that, well, what is it that gets you out of the bed in the morning? What means the most to you in this world? Uh, well, I'm very material. Like I love to go to work and do a good job and come home satisfied. I'm not happy unless I know I did a good job at work. All right, Just like you on the radio, right? Like you ain't happy unless you did a good job. You know, I'm trying to do a good one right now with you, Robert, and I'm right. I'm not happy right now. Here's the thing, Robert. Why? Why? Here, here's what, the thing. So what I'm, I'm talking. What right. is it? I'm trying to. I'm trying to explain it to you. Um, here's the thing, Robert. When you you find your passion, let's say radio is my passion. Your example didn't It really- is. I know it is. So let's say you were in such a low that you didn't even want to come up and do your radio show. Or your wife cooked your favorite meal, the meal that you love, the meal that you crave, and you have no interest in even coming out and looking at it. You can't get out of bed. It's not that you don't want to. It's not because you're, you're soft or you're weak. You're at a low that's... I didn't say anybody was weak. Robert, you started by saying uh, your call says everyone was raised as little whiny babies and and all of that. Well, so I, what I'm trying to no, tell you, Robert, Robert, you, you clearly no listen, are, listen, Robert, you clearly don't understand what suicide is about. You talked long enough to show us that. What I'm trying to tell you, it's more than just people having a bad day. You go, well, I had a bad day. That's what life is about. It's not that people don't. Nah, under, it's not that people don't I, understand. I think you misconstrued what I was saying. I I understand, Robert, but we're gonna just be friends and leave right now. Maggie, you're on the bone. Thanks for holding. Hey. Um, my husband took him out, himself out, old school truck style with the hose in the. Ooh. Wait, yeah, the exhaust hose exhaust in the, uh, the cab of the truck. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Last, last February. Yeah. How old was he? Um, How old was he, Maggie? 57, honey. Um, it was right before our son's 21st birthday and right after our 20th wedding anniversary. Did you have any inkling that this was, you know, going to happen? No. No? I had no idea, and I found out a lot of stuff afterwards that he owed a lot of people money. Um, and it, this is hard for me because his family's listening, um, his nephew's. I know they're listening because they listen to the bone all the time. Right. Um, and one of his sisters-in-law and what have you, but um, suicide's no joke. What it leaves behind is complete devastation. And I have had the worst time trying to keep a job, just trying to keep myself in check. My 21-year-old son has not even kind of caught to the fact that everything happened. He's getting ready to go in the army, so well, he. <laughs> well, what are you? What are you doing? Suicide to, is no bloody joke. I, 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 I understand, just, Maggie. What What are you doing to help yourself? Like you know, you gotta you gotta get through it, and you know, get your life. Like you said, it's hard to keep a job. Are you getting support? Do you have uh, resources to get help? I have friends and I have family. When yeah, and you know, it it 
things are what they are. We have to find out when my son leaves. Um, he's supposed to leave in either August or September. I'm fixed to turn 50 in August. And uh, so, yeah. What about it's what about professional help, Maggie, or a support group? There's a ton of people listening right now that have either gone through what you're going through. They've, they've gotten help. They're, they, you know, like they see, you see on those TV shows, you go in and there's a group of people that can support you because they know what you're going through. I know. I haven't reached out because it's, I don't know. I just, I haven't reached out. It's, it's hard. And I need to. I really, really need to because it's, <laughs> it's been tough, man. I understand, Maggie, and I appreciate you listening to The Bone, but if you can call us, you can also reach out, and there's other people you can call that could actually give you, like, just help you get out of where you are and get back to living, you know, putting your life back together and living the best life you can, you know? I hope so. That's what I'm working on. I have to look at a situation where I have to move out of where I'm living after my son leaves to go in the military, so um, I'm just, you know, Working on, working on. That's all. All right, Maggie. Well, uh, one day at a time. And uh, give us a call if you ever need to talk to us. I will. All right. Thank you, Kevin. I love the show. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it.